All right, guys, welcome to episode 38 of the Different Animals Podcast. It's your boy, Tyler. And I'm Ever Castro. And today we're going to be talking about some games we've been playing, um, the absolute nonsense that is Saints Row and games like it. Um, we're going to talk uh, about the Super Bowl, which is, you know, the big event that just happened. Um, before we talk about that, we'll probably touch base on some ridiculousness about Bobby Orr. Uh, mm-hmm. And then we're also going to talk about uh, the MonsterVerse and why um, Godzilla has the worst physique of any monster to ever exist <laughs> and have to fight another thing. But first... talk about what we've been playing yes and i think i'm gonna start this one because i don't have a whole mm-hmm. lot to say about this one so it'll just okay. get it out of the way early so um uh, i think maybe a month or two ago mm-hmm. um just cause 4 was free on the playstation store mm-hmm. so i have started playing it um i looked i looked up uh, like a synopsis of the first three, right? Because I was like, I kind of want to play this because it's free. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I don't care enough to go buy the first three of these. Mm-hmm. So, like, just for something to do that I'm not going to, like, want to dive too deep into because I don't have the most free time. Um, mm-hmm. I was like, let me just try and play this. And so okay. I looked it up. And uh, so basically you play as Rico Rodriguez. Mm-hmm. Um who is a ends up being an agent for like some I think it's literally called the agency um which <laughs> is like the fuck it's like a secret um US agency right right um and, and so like you've overthrown a few dictators through the first 3 games um and now you're f- in the fourth game you're just in another island um kind of running into the same issue I think at this time like his it's he figures out that um his father built a weapon um for this uh like rich family that's taken over an island and he's going to try and fix it mm-hmm. um but anyways it's it's not the story is not what you're there for for this game right 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 so yeah. so this game is like if you took have you ever played saints row uh no okay. no but I, but i like i know like what like it is like the the gist of what it okay. offers compared okay. to like GTA. Okay, so you do. You know the difference like like so for example, you know in the or maybe you don't know the specifics, but like in the most recent Saints Row you play as like the president. Um you play as a gang member <laughs> who has turned into the president and you, you like get superpowers and are like leaping the tallest buildings, like picking up cars, throwing them, running super fast. It's absolutely ridiculous. It's like mm-hmm. The first Saints Row, I feel like it was just a more, like, gang-oriented version of Grand Theft Auto, right? Yeah. And then they were like, fuck it. Like, let's make our own lane. And our own lane is that, like, we're going to take the sandbox elements of Grand Theft Auto mm-hmm. um, and, and, like, people, the people that like just 
blowing shit up or doing dumb shit on Grand Theft Auto. Yeah. We're just going to crank that to fucking 11. And the thing is, is our story is going to be terrible and great. Because, like, the story, like, because they know they've cranked up the ridiculousness to 11, mm-hmm. they just did it with the story, too. So, like, the the story's not good. You know what I mean? Like, again, right. you play a gang member that is now the president. Mm-hmm. So, like, obviously it's not, like, a well-fucking-oiled machine. But, obviously, they're like, our audience doesn't care. Like, the people that are playing this game are not interested. They just want, like, a story that's funny and, like... Like enough just to like have fun with, right? Yeah. So this is like an in between. Um, this is like the shit you do is like almost as ridiculous. Um, but the story's a little more grounded, and in what you do is a little more grounded in like reality. So like you mm-hmm. can send something flying, but it's because you have this technology that puts like boosters and balloons on things. You know what I mean? Like right. yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm not like just picking it up and tossing it into the right. fucking sky a thousand miles. Right. Um, it's it's a little redundant. Like, mm-hmm. as you're playing it, you're like, I'm just kind of doing the same thing over and over again. But there's enough dumb shit you can do along the way. So, for example, I, f- I finished one of the missions that seemed like another mission I had done a thousand times at this point. And there was a little carnival. And, like, this tiny little carnival basically had a merry-go-round and one of those pirate ship rides. You know which ones I'm talking yeah, about? Like, yeah, the, the ones, ones that, that swing like... upside down and shit. Yeah. Right. Okay. So... The first thing I did was, I was like, this merry-go-round. So the tether, you, the like little tether you can make, has, you can put a booster or a balloon on it, right? Mm-hmm. And so, and they go on opposite ends of the tether. So I was like, I'm going to go grab like 10 vehicles. So I pulled 10 vehicles up to this merry-go-round, right? Mm-hmm. All at a different point on the merry-go-round. And I hooked tethers from the vehicle to the merry-go-round. And I put the balloons on the vehicles, boosters on the merry-go-round, mm-hmm. launched them both at the same time. So I had, like, flying cars just swinging at a 1,000 <laughs> miles an hour like, uh-huh. around the merry-go-round. And, like, people would drive by, and the tether was long enough, so it just hit a car. It was just, like, chaos. And then the other thing I did was I took the pirate ship ride through, like, you can only have 10 boosters at a time, threw mm-hmm. all 10 on the back of the pirate ship, and it started fucking spinning as fast as possible <laughs> and then it fucking broke right and went flying into the sky and it just so happened like there's no reason for this to have happened a fucking helicopter was flying by bro giant fucking spinning pirate ship knocked it out of the sky <laughs> like sent it fucking barreling to the ground and i was like ah that's the pinnacle of this game like that's the best it's gonna get for this game at this point <laughs> But yeah, uh-huh. so so just cause if you're wanting to just dick around and like have some semblance of a story mm-hmm. to push you in a direction while you dick around, mm-hmm. it's really solid. It nice. feels super janky at first though, I will say. Like yeah. for whatever reason, like the opening missions, like all the textures like load in super slow and like you know, like things are clipping like on each other and it, it looks really bad. And I don't know if it's just because I've played it long enough now that I'm, like, cool with it. Or if it just gets better for whatever reason. Um, But if you're looking for just, like, a dumb thing to do, just look past the jankiness uh, at the very beginning. Mm -hmm. Okay. Nice. nice, nice, nice. Yeah, because I I think I had a chance to... I don't think I ever played any of the Just Cause ones. Just because, for the same reason, I was, like, didn't play any of the um, Saints Row ones. Where I was, like, "Eh, Mm -hmm. I just already got GTA, like, right? Like, I don't need... Right. To buy these. Because these are just like the the like the wacky ones, right? Like we got like right. you can wear like a rabbit outfit and shit. 
Although I know that, like, as GTA Online adds more and more shit, every single it's comment... It's kind of turning into that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, every single comment I see is like, this is very dangerously close to, you know, like, um, Saints Row stuff. But I always think that they always keep it just far enough, for, like, wacky to be like, okay, like, you know, we're pulling it back. But Right, right. Like, Saints Row, you can walk around with a giant dildo like a baseball bat and beat someone to death with it. And right, like, right. And Grand Theft Auto's not yet. doing that. I like yeah. it doesn't have that yet. I'm um, sure they. I'm sure on their wall at at Rockstar they have like a a meter that goes like you're we're approaching we're approaching Saints Row levels of you know wackiness or like fucking tongue in cheekness you know like pull it back pull it back you know make it right. a, don't make it pink make it black or whatever like a car or some shit right like they that's the thing is that like I feel like I feel like they have like at the G, Rockstar headquarters right they have a version where Franklin is like holding a giant dildo beating someone to death and then they're like. Let's tone it back. <laughs> like, right, like they exactly. have they have those assets in their bank, and then they're like, "We're just not doing that." <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, yeah. So, I mean, I I, I might check it when I, I saw one that it was free, like you said, you know, on, on um, PS Plus, and then I I thought about it, but I was like, eh, I think that back then I was like deep in Horizon Zero Dawn, and I think I had other a couple other games, and I was like, eh, I don't think I'm gonna have time to play it, and I know it's like more open world and like fuck arounded than like sort of what I was looking for, so I was like, eh, I don't need it. I'll just end up, like, downloading it, realizing that I don't have the space anymore, or that I need space and deleting it, just like I did with, um... I forget what I did that with. I think it was, like, one of the Tomb Raider games. Right. I, I would honestly say, though, if you didn't... Like, did you at least add it to your library so you could download it for free later? Uh, no, I forgot. Okay. So, if, if you're gonna come up to the point where you're, like, you know, maybe ever considering spending money on it, Mm-hmm. I will say that, like, Saints Row, as ridiculous as it is, is, like, some of the most fun I've had in a game. Okay. And, uh, like, there's a character named Johnny Gett who mm-hmm. dies, I think, in either Saints Row 3 or the beginning of Saints Row 4. And and he's, like, he's super popular. It's, like, if, again, a random gang member became, like, fucking uh, Brad Pitt. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. so he's, like, a gang member that people have, like, masks of and are yeah. just, like, like, has, like, fucking paraphernalia and like apparel and merch Mm -hmm. um but like there's an expansion for saints row 4 called gat out of hell and you play as johnny gat working his way out of hell like it's the most (laughs) over the top shit but it's so fun um so like if you're ever like wanting something ridiculous i would definitely veer towards saints row before i'd veer towards um just cause okay okay that's good to know yeah so, so with that being said, let's go to your mm-hmm. more serious entry, uh, which, which you said is Horizon Zero Dawn, correct? Yes, yes. So, um, you know, for people that have been listening since we started this, I started, you know, playing my PS4 back in April. And usually I'll work through a game about, you know, every two or three weeks. You know, if it's a first-person shooter, like I think I played like Storm of the, or Shadow of the Tomb Raider, that took like two or three weeks. When we did The Last of Us 2, that took two or three weeks. Right. Um, and then um, I think Batman Arkham Knight 
and Spider-Man. Both of those ended up taking me about a month. Just because I don't play that often, and when I play, like, those kind of open-world games, I like to get, like, all of the little side things. Unless they're, like, impossible. Like, the fucking Joker riddles. I was just about to say, actually, I'm pretty sure Arkham Knight is still unfinished for you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because I... Yeah, cause, Never like, got the I credits. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> but so, um... Yeah, so, like, if I can get it... And then there was, like, I think one, achieve, one like, way of beating up some goons in Spider-Man that I just could not get. I tried for, like, a whole day. I just couldn't get it. So I was like, fuck it. Like, that'll be the one thing. So, like, I go, like, as far as I can. Right. And so I started Horizon Zero Dawn, and I was like, oh... Like, I, and I'd kind of been putting it off, because this one came with my console. And I've been putting it off because I was like, this one's going to take forever. I know it's open world, and it's, like, fairly new, so they've added, like, everything to it. And I know that, you know, unlike God of War, where, like, the story is, like, the main draw, this is more like, you know, the, the you do the mechanics and shit. Right. And so I started back in early November, and I just now finished it. I just now got everything I wanted to get. I haven't been playing anything else other than, like, you know... Like, online games like Overwatch or something. So, I've just been on this. And I fucking loved it. I thought it was awesome. I started out, uh, like I said, back in November. And I was kind of like, eh. for me, the hardest, the most, like, the most, like, ugh, part of video game is always early on. Because you're getting used to the remote, you, or the, the controls. You're getting used to, like... Yo, you went full, like, fucking 40-year-old man. on Like, it's a remote. Like... <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> and so, uh, you, you know, you you getting used to the 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 map and like you know what works what doesn't work being weak the story like what kind of order you want to take shit in and you know that that's sort of like i gotta figure this out right because then if you miss something especially if it's like a you know something important you go like i gotta go back here to this part of the map and do all this shit all over again um but then once i got the hang of it you know it was awesome like you know leveling up getting weapons um you know exploring new lands even though it's all just like you know wilderness uh, was awesome learning the story about the world was awesome so for those who haven't played it it's uh, the story of this girl named Aloy who uh, she lives in I guess uh, this this land where there are like mechanical robots that are kind of like our our animals a mixture of our animals and dinosaurs so like right. it's like a giant metal T-Rex but then a giant metal like ox and you know rhinoceros I feel rhinoceros like there's and one bears there. and shit yeah yeah and so the story you know you are part of this like sort of it's like a hunter gatherer tribe early on, but then mm-hmm. there's like other tribes, and so you got you try to figure out you know sort of where she came from, but then also like the secrets of the world that she's on. Right, and I think and, it does it does a really good job of playing on the fact that like, so like one thing that threw me off mm-hmm. when I saw the previews because I actually didn't play this game when it came out. I played this I feel like a year or two later. Um, mm-hmm. I think I was like, I might have been at GameStop. And mm-hmm. saw a physical copy on sale, very cheap, and was like, mm-hmm. "Fuck it, I'll just buy it because I've heard it's great." I, and yes. I just never played it. But yes. one thing that I, I remember throwing me off when I first saw the the clips for it is that um, th- there's like a, a dissonance of like this seems like wilderness, like and like you said, it's like hunting and like uh, hunting, hunting and gathering <laughs> uh, tribes. Like, yeah. But, like, we're talking about robotic monsters, so, like, what is, like, how did you manage to piece those things together? And right. I actually think it it addresses that super well without taking any of the mystery away. It, like, it makes it feel natural without, mm-hmm. like, just straight up telling you what happened. You know what I mean? Like, yes. if that makes sense, they, they like, ease you into it. Yes. And it's mm-hmm. not as staggering as it looks visually when you see it the first time in, like, a trailer. 
Right. Yes. Exactly. Yes. 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 I I completely agree. I totally agree. I think I think it's masterful in that it has to basically tell you two stories. Right. There's like two mystery or like two sort of unraveling uh, storylines, and to be able to follow both, you kind of it's kind of impressive that you know they're able to lay it out without one being like here's one, here's the other. Although I guess you know depending on how you do the missions, they're supposed to be laid out so that you can do them in any order because it's an open world game. But, you know, one mystery is, like, the mystery of, like, the world, right? Like, where she came mm-hmm. from and, like, why everything is the way it is. And then the other stuff is, like, the story within the world, right? Like, the tribes and, like, the power struggles and shit and, like, the people, like, the respect and, like, you know, like, the city that you go visit. Um, so I, I like that. I like that you get a chance to, like, meet people and be like, well, this guy, he was, you know, part of the old sun god and, you know, they took over this clan, like, right? And they make right. you care about that stuff in the story of the world as much as the actual, like, what is this world? Like, what happened? Like, where did these animals come from? Where does this girl Aloy come from? Right. Um, so, so I think making you care about both is huge, especially because I think in, in, um, in some sci-fi stories, they don't do as good. A, they don't do as good of a job with both stories. And right, they don't. They don't. They will either like focus too much on just building the world around it, and then the central story just feels like kind of generic or, or not yes. fully fleshed out, or right, vice right. versa, where it's like this super like this this main story is intricate, but like everything else just kind of feels like it's a vessel for me to go. To, to progress this, you know, what right. I mean? whereas, yes. whereas this feels like legitimately a, a thing that could have happened. Like, like the mm-hmm. politics are there. They all make sense. Yeah. You see why these people are this way and, you know, and everything keeps going and, and it, it pushes you kind of in a direction, but it all feels natural. Um, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. 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 I mean, the, the, what comes to mind or what, as I was playing it, I was like, wow, this is awesome. Like I love, bo- like, you know, I care. I give a shit about both stories is where I was thinking about uh, Westworld, the show, yeah, um, did you ever watch that on HBO or, or hear about it? I have not. So it's um, you know, it, it's a show I think from like 2017 or 2018. But the first season was about you know these rich people going to this Westworld, which was like an amusement park with robots where they could kill robots, and it took place in the old West and shit. Um, but that's another one where like it it asks you to care about the story within this like fictional you know West World where it's like cowboys and you have to care about you know the the, the power struggle between the the cowboys and the Native Americans and then the tribes and the bandits and shit. But then also about like the world outside with like like the technical computer AI shit outside. And I was always really super attached to the AI shit, like the world grand scheming things. Right. But I feel like the show never did a good, or maybe they did a good job for other people, but not for me, in making me care about the world within the West world. Because I was always like, why does this matter? This is all written by somebody. They could just go up to Jim back in like staging and ask him, hey man, what does this lead to, right? Right. Um, and so I think this is another one. I was always thinking about that. I was like, you know, this is the, the story within the story makes me care. I care about both because they're both important. Right, and it, I, I never watched Westworld, but, like, mm-hmm. I feel like I I definitely, like, wanted to watch it after the first season because I just mm-hmm. heard enough things about it that were good. And yeah. then I feel like I heard, like, how many seasons are there now? Two or three? There's three now, yeah. I feel like with each season that passed, people were like, yo, this shit's kind of going off the rails. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I do. Yeah, I mean, three was, I watched all three because I heard that they were going to trim it down. They were going to trim season three down to, like, make it more... Or um, more 
palatable, less confusing than season two because season two was a fucking like just absolute mess. Right. Like, I definitely remember hearing that season two was like we were like, what the fuck is going like, on dude, now? Like, I had to listen. Like the only way that I followed along what was happening was because of a podcast because literally there was like four timelines going at once and they people motherfuckers were wearing like the same clothes like it like took place like. It took place over like the course of like the same week, except just like on different days. So I was like, "What the fuck is going on?" Right. But anyway, so yeah, Westworld. Watch season one. Don't watch two or three. But yeah, so this is like a great example of that sort of story within the story, or like story two stories happening simultaneously that are not really necessarily connected, but they work. Uh, they both work. Um, and the the I mean, the game looks beautiful. There's like these great you know scenic places where. You know, you can be, like, in the uh, sort of, like, Old West, like, you know, Utah-type-looking places. And then you can be, like, in, in the mountains, like, in the Rockies-looking um, uh, uh, scenery or sort of, like, this, like, Indian jungle, but then also, like, terrain forest. It's, like, this great, huge map with all of these different scen- uh, types of scenery and types of um, foliage and, and um, things like that. Um, One thing I, I will think- say that... that- to this point, I think that uh, it's weird because I I don't know that I want to use best looking as the term that I'm going mm-hmm. to use, mm-hmm. um, but like to me the art direction right like like I don't I, I don't want to take a chance of someone being like well fucking all the textures are, are more detailed and there's more blades of grass per square inch in this game like you know mm-hmm. what i mean so because yeah. i'm sure there are other games that perform better in terms of like the visuals mm-hmm. but like the the art direction the aesthetic yeah um, of this game i feel like out of everything on the ps4 mm-hmm. i would definitely put it in top three with like ghost of tsushima mm-hmm. and i I don't know another game. I'm, I'm sure I could think of one, but but right. like, I don't want to just say it's top two or top one. Um, right. I think Ghost of Shima is one for me, and this is definitely in the top five, probably in top three. But oh, yeah. one thing that's important to note is that this came out four years ago. This came out in February of 2017, mm-hmm. and is still like breathtakingly gorgeous, right? Like, like oh even, yeah, oh absolutely, yeah. Like, like I said, even you know maybe. For example, the robotic mont well animal dinosaur things that are like you're fighting or hunting, mm-hmm. um, you know maybe uh, I haven't looked at it enough or closely enough. Like maybe someone would point out that like the way the arms move on the monster, like or, or on the enemy, like like they clip with the body, right? Right. But and so that's a knock against it. But visually, like seeing that running through a field is so like it's such an experience, right? Like like. Like right, you, yeah, yeah. The first time you see like a, a big version of one of those fucking charging through a forest at you, you're like, I gotta get the fuck out of here. Yeah, you're like, Holy <laughs> shit. Yeah. You're yeah, the fucking I, Ralph Wiggum, uh I'm in danger. Oh, yeah, like, I'm in danger. <laughs> or that guy who sees the buffalo, he's like, Oh no. Oh no, I fuck I'm messing with you. Oh no. It, it, I was literally I'd be on the couch and I'd be uh, there Sydney would be there and I would see like, you know, a thunder jar or like one of the, the giant bird ones and I'd be like oh, Oh no! Oh no! Oh no! I ain't messing with you. Yo, yo, real quick though, fuck the bird ones specifically more than anything else. The giant one, the storm bird. Oh my god, that took forever. Right. That's the other thing too. Is I felt like I felt like I had gotten to the point where I was like kind of too powerful, right? And and that happens in every RPG. 
yeah, yeah, that's not a knock against this game. In every RPG, I think your end goal, realistically, is just to be like, I'm the strongest. Like, right, like, I'm the god here. Right. Yes, yes. That's like, that's not a, a mistake. That's like how the game is designed, right? Right, yeah. And I got to that point, and I still had to fucking fight that bird, and I was like, I don't think this thing's going to kill me, but this is fucking hard. <laughs> yeah, you're like, I'm using too many like health packs for this. I'm too. using way too many resources. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, yeah, like, I mean, like, like, if this thing doesn't kill me, it's gonna be five minutes later when I'm walking away from this fight, then a Thunder Judge is gonna come fucking snatch me up, and I'm gonna just be, mm-hmm. I'm gonna be screwed. Yeah, yeah, I mean, and then just speaking of the Thunder Jar, which I think is, like, the most, it's, like, the, the peak one, the mm-hmm. peak Predator one, you know, before the extension pack, um, when you f- first see one and face one, it's, like, pretty much, like, a. Well, for me, it was like, uh, you know, you do that classic coward video game move where you, like, shoot it a little bit, and then you run away. Right. And you come back and shoot it a little bit more, and then you run away, and you just do that for, like, 20 minutes until you finally kill it. (laughs) (laughs) But then at the end, you're just like, somebody would be like, it's to kill this thunder jaw for me. And like, all right, you just go up and like, pop, pop, pussy. <laughs> right. uh, you like you set know. up trip mines and then yeah, fucking latching into it and shooting pop, a couple pop. Yeah, tying it down. You're like, ugh, take this, bitch. Um, and so that, you know, that's the fun part. At least, you know, when you first kill one for real, without doing the hide stuff, when you have like a mastery of the tools and you sort of harness it and you go like, all right, now I got to do this trap. Now I'm going to do this rope. Now I'm going to do this arrow, right? Right. When you do it for real, it is so satisfying. Right. It is so I think it's like one of the most satisfying experiences in any video game I've had, like of, of being like fuck yeah, like I like I did it. I've um, conquered the beast. I've conquered the beast, especially considering I thought maybe it's because I was playing it, the difficulty was a little bit low. Maybe I thought the human combat stuff was a little too easy. Like no, I it, literally it was. Yeah, I literally would hit them twice with my spear and it'd be like done. Sometimes even just once. Right, and and for me, I see. I don't think I use. That's one of the complaints, actually one of my only complaints about this game, right, is it gives you, like, a lot of tools, and then Mm -hmm. it gives you a spear and a bow, and Mm -hmm. I feel like the answer to, like, 85% of your problems is just the bow. It's just the bow with, with like, the uh, the tough tip, like, the hard tip. Right, exactly. So it's like, these other tools are cool, like the trip mines and and the tie-downs and stuff like that. Like, all that stuff is cool, and I was especially disappointed about the spear because, like, I don't know, in a game like this, it kind of feels like it would be one of those games to invite you to play it how you want. Kind of like we talked about with Spider-Man, which is that, like, yeah. you can have different suits and different tools available to you at any time. And yeah. you could play the game completely different than the way I play it. And it, yeah. it seemed like that's what this game was going to go for, which is that, like, well, you can use be the person that sets up all the traps or you can be the person that's just using the bow or use the spear. But mm-hmm. that's not mm-hmm. really an option. Like, your spear is basically just for people. And, and right. like, like, you're not going to walk up to any bigger monster and just use the spear. That's off right. the table immediately. And it becomes very obvious. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So, like, that's my, one of my only disappointments. Is that you gave me this giant array of tools. And the answer is yeah. still, like, be good at using the bow. And yeah. so, like, with the people... My answer was still, like, I had gotten so good at using the bow because I've been mm-hmm. using it for everything. It's like, for most people, it's just like, I'll just hit every single person in the head with the bow because they don't move enough and, like, they just kind of stand still and I'm right. good at this now. <laughs> yes, exactly. And then toward the end, I literally would be on a camp with, like, 30 dudes. Right. I would just, like, hide and just headshot, headshot, <laughs> right. headshot, headshot. Um, but, yeah, yeah, so I, I cannot recommend it enough. If you have a PS4 or a PS5, buy it like as soon as you can. If you if you if you're looking for like I think is like 
I haven't played that many RPGs, of course. But I thought it has been the last, my one of my favorite, probably my favorite RPG since Mass Effect, fourteen years ago. Um, okay. and you know, up there with like you know, Last of Us, The Last of Us Two, you know, Spider Man is like. Um, I like this one better than God of War, honestly. Mm. I thought that the, the you know this I feel like this is for me more manageable to find like all right this is a side mission that's a side mission God of War I'm like I don't know where the fuck I am I don't know how to get anywhere <laughs> like you say it's open world but not really but like all right you know I'll take your word for it um, oh um, so I'm trying to get like all you know all the little tokens and icons and visions and right. app flowers and everything and so I'm walking you know toward the end when I'm a god and I'm walking by and I'm trying to like there's a storm bird and it starts like shooting at me I'm like just leave me alone I'm trying to get this flower just leave me alone and it kept just messing with me I'm like you know what fuck this I killed it in like two minutes and I was like that's what you get man you know you were just right. fine flying around and you messed with me and now you're dead like, yeah that's that's exactly like I, I don't I'm so aggressive in every video game like 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 Assassin's Creed right mm-hmm. I'm supposed to be an assassin well like I would be walking, like, in Assassin's Creed, let's say, like, Two Brotherhood or something, right? I'd just right. be walking down the, sh- like, road, right? And there'd be a guard, and he'd bump into me. And he'd be like, watch where you're going. I'd be like, instantly, I'd be like, you're dead now. Like, and I, like, <laughs> like, I would wait for him to walk around a corner. I'd climb up a fucking building, and then just, like, leap from the sky and fucking assassinate him like in the, the crowd. You'd be like the Eric Andre meme. You'd be like, you'd kill the guy and be like... Why did this guy do this? <laughs> and why did he kill himself? <laughs> right. It was just like, like I don't know why. Like I, I just like, I, realistically, I'm playing a game. I should just leave that guy alone and keep going to my objective. But yep. like for some reason, I like put myself in the situation where like in my head, I'm like, I'm a god, and this dickhead on the street bumped me and told me to watch out. That's not mm-hmm. how this works, fam. <laughs> <laughs> I'm about, to, I'm about to go Old Testament on your ass. Uh, like, no, I'm about to go Biblical on your ass. You fucking bumped into the wrong guy. Like, <laughs> and, like, oh, yeah. I, I would, like, fight every fucking guard in the whole town just because this one dude bumped me. It was just... <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, yeah, I can't recommend it enough. Check it out. I Well, I also haven't played Red Dead 2, so that might be, you know, where I sort of change my opinion about Hot it. Hot take, yeah. Red Dead 2's butt cheeks, bro. That game is fucking terrible. You didn't like it? Nah, it's, 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 take everything bad from Grand Theft Auto and then mm-hmm. fucking put it in a Western. Like, you, the fast travel blows because, so you can fast travel from your camp to mm-hmm. any of the cities, but you mm-hmm. can't fast travel city to city and you can't fast travel city back to camp. So it's like, if I go mm-hmm. to the, yes, if I go to a city, I just gotta ride this fucking horse. Like, Grand Theft let's put it this way. You put that in Grand Theft Auto, it's fine, because I'm going to steal someone's fucking Lamborghini and dart 185 miles an hour on the highway, on the highway to get there, right? right. This, right. I'm going to be like, let me get on my horse and just fucking gingerly trot over there, because if I kick the shit out of my horse until it's going fast enough, it'll die. Like, it's, it's the <laughs> worst shit ever, bro. Like, I hate... I wanted to love that game, because I do think the story is solid, but... I just hate, I hate how much they were like, nah, this is a Western. You know what I mean? Like, like mm. there's a, it's a Western, so there's no fast travel. Are you silly? And it's like, why are you doing this to me? Like, you gotta push X to take step one, push, you know, two to take step fucking whatever. Right. right. Like, it's like, very tedious. It, it, and like, bro, if you want to buy clothes, 
you go up to a book, like a catalog at the clothes mm. store, and mm. you literally flip the pages to scroll through the catalog. And it's like, I don't want to just give me a fucking menu, bro. Like, <laughs> I understand there's a certain level of immersion, right? That, like, you're right. getting by having this physical book. But, like, at some point, we all understand that in a game, there's a menu. So, so we, we look past that, right? You know what I mean? Like, I'm never... I'm not playing a game and I'm like, I really thought I was a fucking gangster until I had to pull up this menu and now the game's ruined. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, so don't fucking make me flip through this book. Mm-hmm. Just this fucking ridiculous. It, it's just, like, don't double down on all this nonsense. Right. J- just to be like, look, you're in the Old West. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I feel like, you know, just in, in terms of you know, video games as a whole, I feel like as they have the capability to add more stuff, it just, some of them feel stuffed and sort of, te- not tedious, but it's like, you know, I, I read some article about, you know, God of War, how they spent, you know, so much insane amount of money so that the movie, or that the game is is a single shot, right? Like, it looks right. like the camera never breaks from the moment you hit, you, you see that tree to the very end, you follow Kratos, and it's like the, the camera's always over his shoulder or in front of him. Like, it's always, like, right, single cam. Right. But it's like, yeah, but I have to open my menu every 30 seconds to change some sort of setting, whether it's, like, his chains or his powers or his kids' powers or his kids' clothing or his kids' arrow or his ki- or your axe or your fucking Greek uh, chains or your sweater vest or whatever you're wearing. Uh, you have to change it off so often that it's sort of like you spend all this money for nothing because I'm literally pausing the experience all the time. Right. I, I did. I didn't come. I've seen that. Like people talking about that. I didn't come across that issue that often. Mm-hmm. Like I, I, I don't feel like I was constantly changing. I, I feel like I found something that worked for me, and I kind of just stuck with it. Mm-hmm. But I can see that point, and I, I think there, those are like the two extremes, right? Like you can have something where you're constantly fiddling in a menu too much, and it feels bad. Or mm-hmm. you can just be like, you make things so convoluted in the name of making it realistic right yes like, mm-hmm. like in grand theft yeah. auto i can have any gun right like I, I have like my pistol my shotgun my assault rifle my smg like all of them are on me at all times right. I mean, like yes that breaks immersion because no one person can carry all of this and all right. the ammunition right but the thing exactly. is, is we've all suspended that disbelief through previous games and we're like you know what i mean like yeah we know that's just a thing, right? And it doesn't, right. you don't take anything away from the game. But in Red Dead, like, I can have two pistols and a long gun. And to change what my pistols or long gun are, I have to go back to my horse and search in my saddlebags to switch the guns. And it's like, right. hey, I don't give a shit. Just give me everything. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Like, like yes. And the thing is, is you have games that do that, like inventory management. But that's because they're like survival horror games. You know what I mean? Like, like right. if the objective is like to be scared and feel not powerful, then yes, give me only enough space to hold one gun, ammo, and something to heal myself. Right, but like, if right. my game is fucking Red Dead where I'm running around playing cowboy, don't be like, here's your two guns. It's all you can hold. Like, right. suck my dick. Like that. Exactly. It's like, I want to be shooting, right? right. Like I, I, but I guess, yeah, you're right. I mean, that's what I loved about The Last of Us is, like, it's sort of... Or The Last of Us 2 is sort of, like, kind of, it's like in between, right? Because you, you right. have more guns, but you usually have, like, 
five bullets in each one. Right. But you have, you know, in your backpack, you have, like, multiple guns that logically couldn't fit in there. Right, exactly. Because, like, it's a backpack. She, like, flips it in front of her, like, a regular backpack. And yeah. she's like, let me pull out this full-fledged shotgun. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But even then, like I said, the you know, ammo, like, two. And like, right. okay, hmm, all right. Yeah, it's definitely um, a balance that they yeah. struck that works really well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And no, the thing yeah. is, if they wanted to move more towards a survival game, the answer is, all right, now you can only hold, you know, this gun and you have to go back if you want it. You know what I mean? Like, like Yes. But they found what they wanted and they pushed for it with this correct mechanic. And I think that's the thing, is that, like, if you wanted this to be a, a, a harrowing tell of, of living in the West as an outlaw where, yeah. you know, thing, like things are tough all the time, then then give me just those two guns and make me, you know, go back to my saddlebags. But that's not what this is. This is a root and toot and shoot em up fucking... <laughs> right, <laughs> Old right, West exactly. John yeah. Wayne, so just give me all of them. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, and, and not to continue to, to toot, you know, The Last of Us, choose horn, horn, you know, I, I will literally find myself on YouTube looking up, like, people playing, like, some of those big scenes where there's like 15 guys and you have to like run around and shoot them in different ways and stuff. Right. Just cause it's so smooth and like motherfuckers would be like diving and shooting and sitting traps and running and you know, right. Yeah. They'd be sliding over cars when they shoot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think that now Tom Cruise. Bob bitch on Bobby with that too. Okay. All right. The guy uh, swinging the car jack. Yes. That's my favorite. <laughs> the four way wrench. He's just fucking. Yeah. The four way. <laughs> Uh, uh, God, it's amazing. Have you seen the video of Bobby Schroeder at the record label or whatever? Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. My, yeah dancing uh, on the table? Yes, my favorite part of that is I went back to it, right? I, like, watched mm-hmm. it today. And one thing I noticed that I didn't notice before is he's just standing beside the table the whole time, right? Mm-hmm. But then when he says, I'm sliding over cars when I shoot, he literally slides over the table like the hood of a car and then stands on the table. Like he doesn't he doesn't get on the table till that line's come because he specifically wants to slide over the table. Like he's I'm sliding over cars when I shoot. God shit kills me. I like I was like, yo, that's why he slides on the table. <laughs> it was like next level for me. It was the most ridiculous thing ever. Please go watch that video, everyone. Yeah. After this episode's yeah. over, go watch Bobby Schmurda audition and you're gonna see it yeah i've only seen the clip like you said when he's on the table himself and he like jumps down and he like he's like right sort of jumping down but i haven't seen that i haven't seen the one where he gets on it i'm gonna send it to you because he's literally just rapping along performing and then he says i'm sliding over cars when i and slides over the table and then is on top of it (laughs) jesus this dude's a champion (laughs) a god amongst men um (laughs) but yeah so that's enough about Horizon Zero. <laughs> <laughs> no, but so so again, Horizon Zero Dawn, like aesthetically, going just back to that, I feel like it nails everything it's trying to do, um, mm. and and it keeps with the aesthetic. It, the environment's vibrant, and and the people in the environment are real. You know what I mean? Mm. In, in terms of like, they're not just there as fodder for side missions or blah, blah, blah. Like it seems like a decent amount of thought was put into why these people exist and, and what they do. Um, right, so right. I would definitely place it, it, it. That's definitely a must play for me. I think if, if you have the time. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, and one, one super, super last thing. And then we can move on to the Super Bowl. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, I tweeted that I, uh, you know, I was finishing it up 
and it did the one thing that I love in TV shows where at the end, before the final big battle, um, everybody who you've come in contact with during the story, like every little side mission, comes and helps you. So like right. if you help the girl with like a cannon to hold off bandits in her town, she comes and shows up with those guns to help you right, out. And then right. the guy who made you clothing, he shows up. Or the guy who you helped, you know, save the family farm from di- from fucking dinosaurs, the girl comes and she gives a helping hand. And, you know, everybody shows up. I actually got the achievement where it's like you get everybody to show up before the final battle. That's awesome. And, yeah, and so like you show up, like you're like you're preparing everything, and you see everybody from before, and I was like, oh my gosh, that's the guy for the chair! Like, oh my <laughs> gosh, that's little Jimmy! I helped him, you know, twenty hours ago. So I I love that, and I love when shows do that, and I really loved it in this game. Right, that's that's the the shit we were talking about before, where it's like games advertise that all your decisions matter and change mm-hmm. the ending. That's the best version of that, right? Like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that, that's feasible, it, feasibly achievable, right? Yeah, but, like, yeah. Of course, it'd be great if every little decision came up with a completely new ending, but that's not realistic. So, like, this is the coolest version of that, where like every right. single person I've met along the way, if I've decided to do the right thing, has helped me in some way. Or exactly in some games, like if I decided to do the wrong thing, this dude's gonna try and fuck me later. <laughs> like, <laughs> like when you screw somebody, I can't remember what game it was. But I, like, completely screwed some guy over. And the final mission, he was, like, helping the villain to try and kill me. And I was like, this is so much harder because you're here. <laughs> and rightfully so. Uh, me reaping. What the fuck? What the <laughs> right, shit? Right, exactly. <laughs> me fucking stealing all of that guy's stuff even though he's damn near homeless. Like, this is great. And, <laughs> and then him learning arcane magic and trying to kill me at the end. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, that's definitely great. Oh, the other thing before we jump off this topic, little fucking Aloy is terrible, bro. She, oh, the I, little kid. Yeah. It's, I don't know what it is. Her, her head's too big for her body or something. They they fucked up somewhere with it. Like, Aloy looks so good. <laughs> All the other characters look good. That little kid is the most uh, fucking nightmare fuel thing uh, in that game. Like, I will have more bad dreams about baby Aloy than I will have about a Thunderjaw or a fucking Storm Chaser bird or whatever trying to murder me. That, that, that they did something horribly wrong. And I can't put my finger on it, but it's just wrong. So, so they, just, they didn't have the technology yet. Right, it was 40 years ago. Um, <laughs> they, they can't make a realistic looking child. Um so so let's move on to mm-hmm. uh well you mentioned the super bowl the one thing i want to touch on is oh right yeah sorry yeah no it's good because we're just kind of randomly talking about sorts when we talked about the super bowl before we brought mm-hmm. up like tom brady having so many rings is ridiculous but yeah. like i brought up bobby Orr as being like another version of um you know like like what the fuck do you do with this this is like next level changing everything right right and and so I, I posted a video, a link to a video. Did you happen mm-hmm. to take a look at it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I watched it, yeah. Okay, so it was only like, I think, six or eight minutes. Um, mm-hmm. But the two things I want to go over is that, one, they said that he, the points he scored, which is like assist goals kind of like added together. I, I right. can't remember exactly that. They said mm-hmm. he scored, I want to say they said like 140 points in a season. And yeah. before that, before he came into the league, the most points a defenseman had ever gotten was like fifty five. Like, like yeah. to uh-huh. to adjust <laughs> what a position you do up three times, like just yeah. because you showed up. You know what I mean? It's not like 
It's not like we saw the progression from a defenseman to Bobby Orr. It was literally like right. defenseman, the best defenseman, gets 55 points. And then it was like Bobby Orr showed up. He was like 130 on the table, bro. And then I was like, what the fuck? So <laughs> that, that was ridiculous. Uh, sorry, three things. That's the first the, thing. Oh, go ahead. Yeah, and then like not even like a rules change. Just you, sh- like, right. just you showing up. Yeah, yeah, they nothing. The rules didn't change. He was just like, I'm just going to do this now. They say that like the big thing was that he was a faster skater than everyone else. So when he mm-hmm. got the puck at defense, he was like, I think I'm just going to fucking dust everybody and just right. skate up yeah. the floor. And so there's that. Two, um, people playing hockey are fucking maniacs, bro. That's Eight minutes of a video, and I don't... He, Bobby Orr's old. He's not that old. Mm-hmm. There's not a single fucking helmet in that video, bro. <laughs> that, that was like... I didn't realize it until, like, the yeah. last minute. I was like, mm-hmm. nobody's wearing helmets. They're just out here fucking wearing shoes. Shoes with knives on the bottom. Full mm-hmm. speed, ramming each other into walls. No helmet. You're a psychopath if you played hockey during that time period. <laughs> There's, get the fuck out of here. Like, what are you doing with your life? People mm-hmm. wear helmets and visors now and still, like, take a puck to the mouth and lose all their teeth. What are you guys doing out here without helmets? How how did you get to the point that this game existed without helmets, right? Like, like, yeah. like, like how were the, how did in fucking 85, they're like, you think we should put helmets in here? And nobody was like, what the fuck are you talking about? We, we should have had helmets 40 years ago. What is happening? And then you go like, and then he goes, yeah, you know, I probably would have, you know, gotten more if I hadn't gotten hurt or whatever. And yes. You go, yeah, that makes sense. That's, That's my that third thing. Out. He, this is the 70s or I think maybe it's the 70s, right? Mm. My dad brought this up because my dad has <laughs> my dad has had three knee surgeries on the same knee, and, and it's just like sm- like small. Well, the first surgery I think maybe wasn't small, but everyone after that's kind of been like a maintenance surgery. This dude said he had eleven surge a knee surgeries, eleven knee surgeries in the seventies. Bro, what is the technology or science in the seventies for knee surgeries? Like, what the <laughs> fuck are they? Bro, if you went in there. 11 times in the 70s. I have no idea what the fuck they're doing. Like, like mm. now I could say, like, oh, we have all this extra technology to, like, micro-shave the cartilage down. You know what I mean? Like, get everything yeah. tip-top. In the 70s, bro, like, what were they doing? <laughs> they were, <laughs> my dad was like, they're probably just fucking cutting his knee open, looking at it, and then just sitting around smoking cigarettes in the operating room for 45 minutes. Right, and then just, sewing like, them back it up. <laughs> yeah, and then flicking, like, their thumb, you know... Their finger, their index finger, and their thumb with the fucking the cigarette smoke into the guy's ash, knee. Ash, ashing the cigarette into his yeah. fucking <laughs> Like I, I was like, I was like, at some point, like after surgery seven, right? This, they had to just like opened up his knee, looked at it, and the one guy was like, "Can he still walk?" And they're like, "Yeah, he's." He's moving around. They're like, fuck it, just leave it, bro. It's a house of cards. We touch anything in his knee, it's all gonna fall apart. Just sew it up and get him out. Yeah. Like, like, I was like, there had to be some doctor that was like, what if we just put his kneecap on the back of his knee? And the other doctor was like, what the fuck? And he's like, yeah, you're right. That was a terrible idea. I'm running out of options here. This is surgery nine. Um, yeah, it's just, I don't, I don't fucking get it. So those are my three things. He was like, so much better than every defensive man. Hockey players are nuts for fucking skating around full speed without helmets. And that dude had 11 knee surgeries in the 70s. It did, none of it makes sense. Literally none of those three things make sense. Um, they're all equally as ridiculous. So, yeah. but not as ridiculous. 
as Tom Brady getting his seventh ring. Seventh. Seventh. That man like, has more rings than any other franchise. That's the only sport that could ever happen, right? Like, like, right. like in baseball, nobody's gonna have more more than twenty seven rings, right? Fucking right. shout out to the Yankees. Um, but <laughs> and then in like basketball, no one's gonna have more championships than the Lakers or Celtics. It's just not a thing. So, like football, the level of parity is so high in football that like any team realistically in two years i would say can probably go well i take that back because literally in one year the bucks went from being like the worst team in the division to winning the super bowl right so like right. the level everything's evened out to such a point where like in any one to two years like things can drastically change for how good your team is mm-hmm. that man has in a league where everything's supposed to be the most equal it has won seven fucking Super Bowls. It's fucking nuts. I mean, you know, we were talking last week about, or maybe the week before about, you know, oh, you know, uh, Tom Brady and Peyton Manning. They were like two equals, right? I was right. telling Sydney, I was like, they were like the same, right? Like back, I remember, I was there, you know, <laughs> back in like 2007 after Brady won, or Manning won his first one, and Brady had three. You go, oh shit, you know, Manning's got... Now this is a conversation. <laughs> now, yeah, like we're recording even, you know, Manning's got all the records, Brady's got the rings, and, like, they're the same. 2012, you're like, oh, you know, Brady's, you know, Manning's got two Super Bowl trips, Manning's got, you know, three, like, they're the same, they're even. You know, after Manning's record-breaking year in 2013, you're like, damn, they're, like, equal, dude, they're, like, the same in my mind, even though Brady's got two MVPs at this point, like, oh, shit. Manning retires in 2015, or 2016, I guess, since the Super Bowl, was it, that, in 2016? Right. Brady has a whole other M- Hall of Fame season chunk <laughs> in the time since that happened. Right. Like, if I came up to you and I was like, hey, man, like, there's a guy, a player, he's won MVP, he's won three Super Bowls, he's won two Super Bowl MVPs, is he in the Hall of Fame? You would say yes. Right. Right? And that dude did it after his contemporary, who everybody said he was equal to, retired. Right. So, I actually saw a thing, um, Nick Wright, I-, I don't know if you happen to see this, he was talking about how... He always said that Tom Brady and Jerry Rice were the only two people that if you split their career, in football at least, split mm-hmm. their career directly in the center, they would have two separate Hall of Fame careers, right? Like, yes, like if, yes. if, a, if a person came along and had the first half of Jerry Rice's career, he would be in the Hall of Fame. And then if a separate person came along, had the second half of Jerry Rice's career also in the Hall of Fame. And he was right. like, the thing is, is Tom Brady now has three. And he was like, if we don't even do any extra work, he's been in the league for 21 years, you sp- split it from 1 to 7, 7 to 14, 14 to 21, right? Mm-hmm. He was like, I can give you uh, a contemporary, not a contemporary, a-, a person to compare him to that is in the Hall of Fame. Which is, mm-hmm. he was like, the first seven years is Troy Aikman. He has like two two Super Bowls. He's... Basically, you could argue like the best version of what a game manager could ever be, which is that like he does everything right. you need him to and he doesn't fuck anything up. Right. Then he's like, then in the middle, the middle seven, I think he like didn't win a Super Bowl. I think it was the two years that the Giants bounced him, right? But he yeah, was throwing yeah. up the gaudy stat lines and he was like, this is right, his Dan right. Marino two career. Two MVPs, yeah. He was like, this is his Dan Marino career. No rings. He's putting up unbelievable numbers. People are saying he's the best passer in the league. Like, he's the most talented. There it is. And then, 
And he was like, your last seven is your Joe Montana because he's won like three rings or four rings in the back four. end. He Four in the back end, just like Joe Montana. He's putting up, you know, maybe lower numbers, but he's still like winning, going to the playoffs at a consistent rate and just shitting on everybody. And I was like, holy fuck, like this dude, this dude legitimately has like three different Hall of Famers all in his career. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the I mean, thing is, I fucking don't even like him. It's so it's so shitty. Yes, that same. Like, why couldn't this just happen to someone that I like? What could it have been Peyton Manning, right? Right. You know, and he's still going. Mm-hmm. He's got that big ass forehead, and he's making it <laughs> now, right? Right. Um. So instead, no, I, Peyton I totally... Manning had the fucking neck injury, and his arm turned to fucking dust. Yeah, <laughs> his wife wasn't able to pick up a human growth hormone anymore. Right. Um. So I was telling, I felt the same way this weekend. You know, people were like, "Fucking Tom Brady's trash," and I'm like, "I know, I agree." He's a he's an asshole. He's a piece of shit. I can't deny that the stats are there. Like I can't deny what I'm seeing. Right? This, like, dude, like, you know how kind of like we've talked about before, where like you look back at uh, the collapse, right? Right. That you sort of don't realize it when you're in it. It's only after you look back and you go, "Oh yeah, that was holy shit!" Right? Right. I became a football fan, or like started following really closely, like 2006, 2007. I'm probably so, in the same boat, maybe a little later, but yeah. Yeah, like around like middle school years, right? Yeah, and mine so was probably point, like early high school. I started like really, really focusing on it. Uh, okay, okay. So, so you know, you look back in the early two thousands, you go, "Oh, that was Tom Brady. That was his dynasty." Right, right. And then you start to go through, and he's like, "Oh, he's in the conference championship again. Oh, he's in the Super Bowl again. Oh, he's in the Super Bowl again, again. Oh, and he's winning again. Oh, and he's winning again." And then you kind of look back and you go, "Like, why has this been I mean, going on for so long?" Exactly. Like, dude. Like, even. You know, when, when Manning retired, you go, oh, like, oh, Brady's next. Maybe, like, one or two more years. But just in the time since, he's won an MVP, and he's won, like, three Super Bowls. <laughs> it makes no sense. And he's been to four, right? And But then now, he has, you know, like I was saying earlier, you know, Manning had the stats. Brady had the Super Bowls. Now he has both. He's right. outlasted Manning that he, he's got, he's going to have the Super Bowl, the, the, his, um, I think they've passed him. I think he's going to, they're both going to pass Manning's touchdown, him and Breeze. I think right. they got one more year. I think Manning got to like 600 or maybe 509. No, 509 or 5 or something. And then okay. Brady's going to pass him in like, you know, like a season or two. Right. You know? Yeah. Breeze, the thing is, is what's nuts to me. Uh, fuck. All right. Do uh, Google something for me. Google yeah. what year Brady was drafted. Yeah. I think he was 2000, but it could be wrong all right so okay breeze was drafted in 2001 i don't know when brady was 2000 brady was 2000 so brady is a year older than drew breeze drew breeze looks so fucking old and not like feasible anymore right Right. Like, like when he plays this year like even even if you want to say the mental aspect of being a quarterback is still there, right? Like, he's making the right reads, blah, blah, blah. The answer is he's still only throwing the ball, like, 5, 10 yards down the field looking very old and weak. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like let's say he, like, lofts his passes in perfectly. The reason he's lofting them all in perfectly is because he's got no fucking juice left to actually just right. throw it there. They have so, to bring in Jameis Winston to throw it, you know, more than 40 yards. Right. Like... <laughs> The only time I can remember that happening is when, like, Cam Newton's throwing shoulder was hurt and he was playing through it and they brought in the backup just to launch a deep one. Like, like yeah. at this point, Drew Brees is basically injured, right? And mm-hmm. his injury is, I'm fucking old. Um, but, like, Tom Brady, on the other hand, is still out here 
just performing. And it's like, what the fuck? It's the same level of ignorance I have with LeBron James where, like, you look at Dwayne Wade's career and you're like, Dwayne Wade had a full fucking Hall of Fame career. You, you, Nothing about Dwayne Wade's career you wouldn't go like, oh, cut short. You know what I mean? Like, like mm-hmm. he had as good a career as you'd expected. And LeBron right. James came into the league in the same fucking year and is still just out here just stunned, right? Like, Pretty much like MVP like, level MVP still. MVP yeah. talk about like winning another championship with his third fucking team. Like, it's insane. Like, where, how does this happen? How do you have someone who's playing at such a high level for so long and you look at the people that were super high level when they came in the league? Mm-hmm. Carmelo Anthony, Dwayne Wade. Uh, you know, Drew Brees, like all these right. people. And you're like, they had undeniable Hall of Fame careers, right? Not right. not so much Mellow, but like Dwayne Wade and Brees, like undeniably Hall of Fame. Right. And this dude's just shitting on it. Like, I, don't <laughs> I mean, like, you know, like there's like dudes who came in, had a Hall of Fame career, left, and now are in the Hall of Fame in the time that he was there, like Calvin Johnson. <laughs> right. Calvin Johnson was drafted, I think, I think he was drafted in 2004 or 2007. I think it was four. Okay. Or maybe 2005. He was like, it was like, it was between 2004 and 2007. Dude comes in. 2007. Dude, 2007? Jesus Christ. (laughs) So he comes in 2007, six years after he was drafted, seven years after he was drafted, has a Hall of Fame career or has, right? Leaves, is gone for five years, and then makes a Hall of Fame, and the dude is still winning Super Bowls. (laughs) Right? Like, it just, it's, it's insane. And so, you know, we can, we can, Stick with Brady a little bit, but I do want to talk about Mahomes because I just feel so bad for him. Like right. as soon as the game started, like I think they went three and out, and the next drive he couldn't get anything going because he the dudes were in his face. There was right. a, a picture I saw that it was like, why do you think he wasn't running up the middle? And it was literally like offensive line and Mahomes, and in between them was the entire it's defensive three, line yeah. for the Bucks. Someone someone posted that picture right because I think I know which one you're talking about. Yeah, and it it literally like. Your order of operations, right? Like, if you're looking at a football play, is like mm-hmm. secondary, linebackers, defensive line, like, from left to right, right? Like right. The, then fucking offensive line, quarterback, and receivers are in there somewhere. This right. shit was like, line. <laughs> this shit was like offensive line, linebackers, defensive line, Mahomes. Like, and it was uh-huh. just like, aren't, isn't there supposed to be somebody in front of them? Like, like right. looking at it, you'd be like, did they just both, did both teams line up on the wrong side of the ball? And like <laughs> the, the defensive linemen just like snap it to Mahomes and just turn around. Um, but like, there was a picture of that and they were like, I thought this in like live when I watched it, mm-hmm. I thought this was going to be an amazing screenplay. Cause like when a screen happens, <laughs> they let the line through so that the like running backs wide open in the flat. But right. the answer was no. They just fucking broke through. Like, <laughs> right. And they couldn't, yeah, they, and they couldn't get any screens going because the linebackers were so fast because they have, like, some of the best in the league. Right. So anytime that they wanted to just do a dump off, that was blown up immediately. Right. Mahomes couldn't pass deep because he didn't have any time. And then, dude, like, some of those um, throws, like, the one where he was... The, like, the horizontal throw, bro? The horizontal, and it landed on the money. Right. On the money, dude. Hit him in the face. <laughs> in the face, man. The one that I thought was even crazier that i think was maybe not right on the money was the one where he was like going to the left and he was getting tackled and right before he fell he just didn't even look he just launched it and it was sort of like in the back corner of the end zone and it was just like a little bit out of reach but just to even get remotely close to there where the guy i think he touched it like the guy i think had it in one hand and then he dropped it 
Like if you had a good right, right a better wide receiver, he probably like uh, you know cradles it and pulls it in. But right. just to even get remotely close to that right. is just that's, insane. That's the fucking most nutso part of that is that like so many of these throws that he he puts out there, I'm like he's like on his way down. It's not even like form at this point, right? Like like you know a normal quarterback like how they the the form and how they throw it. He's like just fucking whipping his arm out, right? Like he's just like, right. Ugh. like yeah, like looking a little bit like way, Matthew Stafford with the sidearm shit, right? But but like way even like Matthew Stafford's sidearms are still they seem like throws that he just threw a sidearm. Like half of these, like, it seems like like Mahomes is like holding the ball out so someone can't reach it, and then from holding his arm fully extended, it's just like turning it and just like flicking his wrist, and it's going like yes. twenty five yards downfield. Right. Yes. He's throwing a football in a professional football game and hitting professional receivers like in stride the same way I try and throw trash into a trash can and miss. Like <laughs> from like five feet away. It's yeah. just ignorant. <laughs> it's just nuts. And and you know, I think, you know, they'll I think they will hopefully address the offensive line in the draft. I mean they have to. I mean like this guy well, you paid him half a billion dollars. And he's not going to last if he kept, keeps getting hit like this. Right. I think I think the thing is, though, is they did have, I think, two offensive linemen injured um, right. for that game. And they, I, I think I the Bucs... think Turner was one of them, yeah. Right. And, and people were like, people were joking because I guess they put Mike Remmers in at left tackle. And that's the guy that was playing left tackle for the Panthers when the Panthers got absolutely blown up in the Super Bowl, right? Mm. <laughs> like, and they were like, mm-hmm. you thought you were going to start Mike Remmers at left tackle and not get blown out? <laughs> you didn't see the tape? Um, but yeah, so it, it they had subpar offensive linemen, and I think the Bucks by position of having fucking Indomitian Sue and, and uh, JPP, and JPP are, are, were well prepared to uh, take advantage of that situation, right? Like, yeah. of course... The Rams would have destroyed because Aaron Donald would have just shit on whoever was in front of him. But like, other than that, like, it, I think they were uniquely positioned to especially dominate. Like, I'm not saying mm-hmm. the offensive line wouldn't have had problems regard, regardless of what other playoff team was in there. But I think it was especially bad because of the Bucks, right? So, so maybe if those yeah. two guys don't get hurt, you know, maybe they draft one offensive lineman and, and shore up something somewhere, but. Yeah, I just think this was a very unfortunate situation, right? Yeah. And then yeah. on top of that, like, again, he threw a couple passes that had no business going anywhere. Mm-hmm. And then on top of that, like, they hit someone in the face. Right. I think, yeah, I think, what's his name? Um, Tyreek Hill. I think one hit him right, like, in the face mask. Like, just like, and then, oh, there was another guy who, like, it went, just went through his hands, right? And right. Right. Maybe if those if those break a little differently, maybe it goes a different way. Kind of, I mean, it was pretty much like like you said, the Super Bowl with the Broncos against the Panthers, where early on the Panthers were in it, and there was a couple of breaks that just didn't go their way. Whether it was a complete catch that they mark incomplete, or maybe like a guy drops it, but then after that, it just, just starts to snowball, and before you know it, you're just completely out of sync and can't get anything going. Right, and I think realistically, at the end of the day, with how things are going, like even if those breaks go the Chiefs' way, I, I still think. The Bucks probably win, mm-hmm. um, because oh yeah, yeah. I think I mean this one was way clo- way a much more of a blowout than um, fifty. So. Right, but at this point, you just fucking like I, I remember watching it and just being like, God damn, like Mahomes, like Mahomes is running for his life out here and like is getting no help. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, 
yeah. like hitting people in the face, in the hands, and it's just like not getting caught. And it's like, I, you know, I know those are gonna happen, but fuck, when your your dude is like literally under pressure every single play, mm-hmm. like some of those just kind of have you just gotta make it work. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I read that um, I read that Mahomes was pressured at the highest rate in any Super Bowl ever. And Jesus that Christ. Brady was pressured the least of any Super Bowl. <laughs> like, like you could not have, you could not have had more opposite situations for quarterbacks like behind their line, right? <laughs> right. Jesus Christ. Um, yeah, that's fucking nuts. And so here, he, I, I put this question on here just to see what you thought. Who do you think comes back sooner, Brady or Mahomes? To the Super Bowl. Yeah. The fact that this is even a question <laughs> is fucking ridiculous. <laughs> One dude is 44, the other dude is 20, I think 5 or 6. And I say, who comes back sooner? And it's like a... Uh... The problem is, is that I, I think both of them could be back in a year or two, right? So it's I like, I don't know. Like I, I... <laughs> Again, I the fact that we have... <laughs> right. That it's not like a... It's not even like a... I don't know. I guess I would have to go with Mahomes. That it's fact literally like a... Uh... Right, and it's not. It's not like a eh, like you said. It's not eh, Mahomes. It's like you right. said. Like I really don't right. fucking know, because like, the, right, because the right. thing is, is that Tampa Bay is gonna have Leonard Fournette, right, and mm-hmm. Evans and Godwin. I don't know that you. I don't know the free agency situation. I'm honestly not same. paying enough close uh, attention. But let's yeah, say they same. keep that core intact. Yeah, the defense is solid. Um, the fucking those receivers are still there. Right, mm-hmm. and then for Kansas City, like Mahomes is still there. You still have Travis Kelsey, who's the best tight end in the league, and you have Tyreek Hill, who I don't necessarily know is a great receiver, but the answer is he's fast as shit, and you have a quarterback who just bomb it. So it's like right. it's a good fit regardless. Right. Um, so you know, I, those are still going to be there. I I think Did they both see? make they first of all both of them definitely make the playoffs next year. I think if I had to put a favorite for a Super Bowl, I I, I just feel like if I was betting money, I'd probably have to put Mahomes. Just because, like, the thing about, like, age as a quarterback, it seems to just all of a sudden kind of happen, right? Like, like most guys, when they're like, ooh, he he got fucking old and looks bad, right? Like, Drew Brees two years ago didn't look as bad as he does now. Right, it it happens fast, yeah. Right, so so the answer is, like, at any given point in time, I feel like Tom Brady all of a sudden could just fall off a cliff. Whereas we know Mahomes has more time. So I guess I I would say Mahomes is probably my favorite to make it back first. I I agree, but, like, I'm just like you, where it's like, uh, and you just have to sit there going, uh, for, like, 20 minutes, and then you go, Mahomes, okay, let's do it. Right, Right. so it's the answer is that, like, the only reason we're going with Mahomes over Brady is that there's a chance some freak like there's a chance that all of a sudden Tom Brady could just be terrible, <laughs> right? And that's not really a good thing to to bet on, right? Right. Because so people have been betting that on that since like 2016, right? Exactly. People were, bro. We this year was like Tom Brady's a system QB, and now he's gonna be washed. <laughs> <laughs> he was like Super Bowl. Uh, <laughs> Suck my dick from the back. Um, But yeah. Also, again, just want to reiterate, 
could not have happened to a worse person. <laughs> yes. <There's... laughs> Any other quarterback in the league right now would have been more happy about winning a Super Bowl. Yes, I totally agree. Totally agree. And fucking Gronk, dude. I, I, I feel like a lot of people like Gronk. I, something about him, I'm just like, you're just such a douche. Yeah, I'm the same. I mean, it's the same thing. It's like uh, four Super Bowls for his tight end. <laughs> Couldn't have happened to anybody else. Also, Also, like, in my head, I was like, Gronk came out of retirement. I was like, he's clearly washed. Right, and yeah. then has like his biggest. I feel like his biggest game of the year in the fucking Super Bowl. I watched, he caught like two touchdowns early. He got two touchdowns and like had like sixty yards. Yep. Like, Jesus Christ! Why is this dude even playing still? Let alone actually decent. Like mm-hmm. in my head, I was like, how? If you're the Chiefs, how are you not covering this fucking dude? Right? It's like we talk about with Jason Witten, where he does a slow ass juke and it fucking loses someone. I'm like, bro, yeah. how did you not just hit him square in the chest? <laughs> He's just like huge, right? You can't. Right, there's no way Gronk is still athletically anywhere near where he was, but fuck, like, he just, I've watched him fucking just literally run a seam up the middle and just, bing, like, caught it for a touchdown. Yeah. Jesus Christ, how are you guys letting this happen? Could not have happened to two worse people. <laughs> <laughs> the only person I feel good for is Bruce Arians. Yeah, same. And Mike Evans, I like Mike Evans. That's true, Mike, yeah. But either way, I mean, I would rather them, despite how much I like Bruce Ains and Mike Evans, like, I would have rather them just not won a Super Bowl so I had to see Tom Brady get another one. Mm-hmm. Is there... Same. Oh, bro, I saw a tweet. It was like, I think you probably saw it because I might have seen it because you retweeted it. But it was, he was like, uh, unpopular opinion, Tom Brady is the most dominant athlete of all time. Um, and then someone was like, oh yeah, and it was a fucking video of Kurt Angle, like, fucking yeah. <laughs> running, doing a front flip with a lady on someone's head, and I was like, <laughs> I was like, it's so ridiculous yeah. to bring Kurt Angle to this conversation, but also, that's legitimately one of the most impressive things I've ever seen, because that man launches, he covers so much ground, and then the other one was like, oh, someone was like, you know, again, reply to that same tweet, and they're like, oh, you must have forgot about this. And it was fucking, uh, what's his name? For the, the, the bowling, bowling guy? guy? Yes! <laughs> Who do you, do you think, think you are? are? I am! <laughs> God damn it! That's right! <laughs> <laughs> like, his wife is crying in the crowd. <laughs> so ridiculous. Fucking bowling, bro. Mm. He's like 60. Oh, God. Oh, fuck. Tom Brady's gonna be that old back in the playoffs. <laughs> In fucking 15 years. Oh, Jesus. Oh, shit. But yeah, so realistically, though, Tom Brady is... I don't, I don't know that I want to use dominant, right? Because dominant to me is a different thing than yeah. necessarily what Tom Brady's doing. Because dominant to me is Tiger Woods when he was, you know, winning every championship. It was like, people were like, what the fuck am I supposed to do? Like, yeah. like a sport as not... Uh, confrontational, right? Like, 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 nothing I do as a golfer is going to affect what the next guy does as a golfer, right? Because, like, it, we're not competing against each other, like, in the moment, right? Like, right. you're hitting your shot, I'm hitting my shot. Wherever they land, we hit our next shot. And, like, obviously I'm competing because I want to score lower. But, like, the end of the day, like, nothing I do affects you. Except Tiger Woods is, like, actually out here, like, intimidating the shit out of people. Like, you could see, like a person's like score and then like you could see the moment they were paired up with tiger woods in the tournament and they're like Mm. hit the shitter because they're like fuck this dude's just killing it 
Serena Williams, like level of dominance, right? Like her right. number one rival was Maria Sharapova, who fucking won like five percent of the games they played against. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. like it's not actually close. But that's the only person you can call a rival at this point. So like right. that's dominance to me. Whereas like Tom Brady did have legitimate. Eli beat him twice as much as I hate Eli. You know what I mean? Like it's, it feels different, but there's a certain level of like accomplishment that I think is almost unmatched at this point. Right. Right. Like to beat a 10 Super Bowls and to win seven of them is just absolutely fucking ridiculous. It's just, it's, it's just, it just bottles the mind (laughs) and your mind gets crazy and you trap, your thoughts get trapped like a bottle. (laughs) Yeah. It's, it's just, Again, in a league where everything's designed to be level, right? Like, like, like yes. mm-hmm. no team is supposed to have a dynasty in the NFL. It just it doesn't really happen. Like, even like the Cowboys dynasty, right? With Aikman, it was like four trips to Super Bowl. You know? <laughs> yeah, it was like four or five years, and like that was it, right? right. And you go like that lasted for forever. Was... We're looking at something that last has lasted twenty, and you like it just. And also, it's, it's just... a person. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, right. It's exactly. not yeah. just the Patriots. Like, he literally left and immediately was in the Super Bowl again, and it fucks the whole thing up. Right. But, yeah. So, as much as I hate him, I, I think he's up there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. So, um, do you do you want to talk about Godzilla Kong, or do you want to push that one back? No, we, we can talk about it real quick. All just, right. like, five minutes. Yeah. Um. So, the, the Godzilla vs. Kong trailer came out a couple weeks ago, and I remember it was a Sunday. And they released it, and then everybody was talking about it on Twitter, and I was just very confused because I saw another tweet that said the same thing, which is everybody was tweeting about it, and like, oh my god, who do you have? Like, who's gonna win? Blah 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 blah. And somebody was like, where were you guys when King of Monsters came out? Right? Like, where is this buzz coming from? So I was just very confused, and I wanted to see if if you'd watch the trailer, if you'd watched any of the other ones, and like if you're excited about this one that's coming up. All right, so I have watched the trailer, and mm-hmm. the thing is, is I feel like. All of these movies are terrible. All right? Like, I, I, I want to reiterate that I, I feel like all of the Godzilla versus a monster movies are always bad. And, and like, even Godzilla itself don't feel like a good movies. Um, I don't... I could be speaking from a point of ignorance here, but I feel like I've watched some clips and, and or tried to watch some older ones, and I'm just like, what is happening here? Mm-hmm. Like, like... The perfect example is I saw someone tweeting, uh, fucking, uh, it might have been Dragonfly Jones retweeting it. It was, like, uh, Godzilla's fighting, like, what looks to just be a giant silver person that, like, is a robot. And the yeah, robot's just, like, fucking spinning him around. And I'm like, how, yeah. did, how did this make it pass? <laughs> like, even with this being, like, a puppet and a guy, right? Mm. Like, how did you decide, like, what we're gonna do is we're just gonna have him spin him around in a circle? <laughs> Like, right. why didn't he, like, grab him and, like, slam him into the ground? And I'm sure that happens. But at some point in whatever garbage choreographer you have for this fight, right, where a man's fighting a giant stuffed animal, like, you, why did the guy go, just pick him up and spin him? Like, <laughs> so, like, I truly believe all these movies are bad. And so, I have no, zero interest in this movie other than mm-hmm. the spectacle. Yeah. Like, I don't give a shit about... I, I'm, again, so sure this movie's gonna be bad. 
Did you get a chance to watch um, the uh, the twenty fourteen one, the one with Brian Cranston? I don't remember if I. I, think I I've did actually this before. The one where Brian Cranston dies instantly, right? Yes. Yeah. Early, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you have you have seen Spoiler that? Spoiler alert! Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, I rewatched that one with Sydney because she was like, we watched the trailer and she was like, oh, I haven't seen any of these. I was like, oh, well, like you know the the twenty fourteen one. I like that one. And then we um, we also watched uh, Kong Skull Island, the one with Samuel Jackson and. Um, I forget who else. John C. Riley is in it. Did, have you seen that one? Uh, I have not. I, I, I have not seen it. Um, I saw. I saw the Godzilla one. Did not see the King Kong one. Ah, okay. okay. The, the the Kong one is so. The, if if you remember the Godzilla one, it's like really serious. It's like this is like what it would be like if it was like for real, right? Like it's like right. there's like tsunamis when he comes out of the water because he's so huge. He's like a natural disaster, like a natural storm just happening, right? right? Um, Kong is not that. Kong is full blown, like bright colors. He's beating the shit out of giant monsters. And there's like <laughs> Skull Island spiders and shit. So that one's a little bit more fun. Um, I recommend it. We're gonna watch it. I think with before this movie come the new one comes out. Right. Um, but yeah, I I, I don't. I, I like I like them a lot and love them. I like the like you said the spectacle of them. But you know. You don't give a shit about the people, like you know the character, the human characters. You're just like, let me just see right. this monkey beat the shit out of giant a lizard, a lizard monster. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I, I, I do think it could look great. It is devastating that like if you're into this at all, that it ended up going to like HBO Max. I think right, right. Because right. mm-hmm. this is definitely like if anybody's interested in this, it has to be because you want to see it in a theater with a giant and like, and all the sound is like blowing your fucking. Yeah, exactly. Like hitting you in the back. Like we're just like full blown, like, right. Cause like, so this is like one of the, it's going to be, it comes out at the end of March, but it's going to be one of the first like ones that does that HBO theaters, HBO max theater split. Right. Right. That wonder woman did. And I think the little things, the one with Denzel Washington, the one that just came out, Mm -hmm. um, it also did that. But like, you know, like, that nobody's gonna go. I can't wait to see that in theaters, right? You might catch it in theaters because you're like with your wife or with your girlfriend or whatever, or with some friends, and you want to go watch like a movie in theaters. But nobody's like, I can't wait to see Denzel on a giant screen, right? In the same way, you go, right. you watch this trailer, and you go, I need to see that on a fucking massive screen with giant speakers, right? Right, exactly. I, I just don't know why they gave King Kong the 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 Thor, like fucking axe. Like, oh, the like, axe. Oh, yeah, yeah. I was like, why is this happening? <laughs> I guess there, well, there was like that app or the the meme that was like. It's like a lizard or like a, a tiny or a Godzilla picture. And he's like, I'm a walking nuclear reactor. What are you? And the monkey or the King Kong's like, I'm a monkey. And it's just like a fucking little chimp, <laughs> like a plush chimp. <laughs> and monkey is spelled M-O-N-K-E. <laughs> and so it's like, okay, I, I see why you need like a little. A little right. Bit. It's just like, it yeah. just looks ridiculous. Yeah. So someone brought up was like, yeah, it's primitive. That, that's that's uh, it's like using primitive tools. It's it's it's, it's learning it's intellect. <laughs> uh. Don't do it, Kong. There's emails. Don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> Eventually, you'll end up just answering emails all fucking day and want to just <laughs> destroy your computer. Don't You're gonna do be it. working in a fucking giant cubicle. Exactly. Um, Society isn't worth it. Put down that tool. <laughs> <laughs> but um. It's always funny to me when they get like these big act, not big actors, but they're like you know like actors who you recognize, like the guy right. from um, Alexander Skarsgård. He was like in the Tarzan movie, and he was in True Blood and shit. And he's like he's gonna have to say bullshit like, "Oh Kong." I think some somebody in the trailer goes, "Kong bows to no one." It's like, oh my god, <laughs> the cash can't be that good. That's the other thing is they were like uh, in the trailer 
the woman's like, I, I think, uh, like, you know, I made, I made a, um, pact, you know, with this little girl that I was never going to leave her behind. And I think Kong did the same thing. Like, bro, please. <laughs> like, like in this movie where a giant monkey finds a giant lizard, you're like, he just doesn't want to let this girl go. Like, like yeah. get the fuck out of here. I do, like, I do, I appreciate the, the, the turn that they've taken or that, the, the, so I'm split, right? Because what I loved about the 2014 Kong or Godzilla one was like there were these scenes where you're on the ground and you look up and these mammoth things are so big you don't see all of them, right? right. You just see like the, the, the claw, maybe the tail, and it's like scary because you feel like small because you're right there with the characters. And so I, that's what I liked about that one. Right. But when you realize how ridiculous this is, you realize you need a tone like the one in King of Monsters that came out in 2019 or the Kong one where it's just like you just see everything and it's just like wacky, right? And right. if you take yourself too seriously, then you go, and the movie's shit. But then when you literally go, like, dude, like the shot in the trailer where they're like, they're on top of the uh, the carrier, the, mm-hmm. the fucking fighter jet carrier, you go, somebody literally went, oh, oh. they took a, a giant line of coke and they're like dude oh and they're gonna be fighting on top of a uh aircraft carrier yeah 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 yeah. yeah. write that down <laughs> write that down write that down right right exactly so it's like i'm glad that they're leaning into that that they're not just like oh my gosh you know super serious they, they're not zack snydering it the fact that they're on the aircraft carrier makes me go they know that this is ridiculous they know that how goofy it is and hopefully they'll lean into it as much as the kong movie did as much as king of monsters did and as much as I like 2014 Godzilla one and like sort of its ambiance and its 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 emphasis on keeping the scale, I'm willing to give that up if it means seeing a monkey use a tool to beat up a giant lizard. <laughs> right. I. Yeah, I don't know. I, I feel like I would like a version of it better if it was like the 2014 thing, mm-hmm. but with with the existing fucking monsters we have like I, I don't feel like it's feasible right like right that's, right that's the other thing is that like godzilla is the worst possible monster to have to have to fight other monsters right like like, like from a physiological standpoint of making something look good right like, like he's got zero arms he's got like like he's, he's just, all tail he's all tail He's got a small head for the size of his body. It's just like, you could not... Bro, if I gave you a King Kong toy and a Godzilla toy for any small kid, you're like, like, which toy do you want to have to like f- make your action figures fight, right? Everyone's going to choose King Kong because he has fucking long arms. He can punch things. Like, the Godzilla, if you're a kid, you're just going to, like, have him fucking run face first into whatever the fuck is in front of you. And because he has... He's terrible. Like, it just from an aesthetic standpoint, like, I want this thing to fight this thing. And it's like, well, okay, we gave it fire breath because realistically, that's all we can do. Like, it's yeah. just going to beat shit to death with its tail and shoot fire out of its mouth because it's just, like... It's super... Godzilla's fat, so it's not like it can grapple with anything. You know what I mean? It's just fucking no good. It's just the worst fucking monster you could have to be uh, like, I want this thing to fight something else. Right, right. Yeah. It'd be like if yeah. you're... It'd be like if you tried to like make a monster universe, right? Where like the main fucking monster is Jaws. Like how... <laughs> how is anything going to fight Jaws? It's just going to be like, if it's underwater, it's fucked. If it's above water, it's fine. Like, I don't know. <laughs> 
Like, what's Jaws going to do? Fucking, it, it's going to jump out of the water, maybe bite someone, and if it misses, something's it's like just going to grab its gonna... fucking tail and just fucking <laughs> slam it back and forth like the fucking cartoons. Like, like that's all there right. is. And it, they basically did that with Godzilla. And we're like, well, let's make a whole thing where it just fights other monsters. Terrible. Terrible. That's that's why they had fucking Ultraman swinging him around like a fucking idiot because because also yeah. they're like he punched it a couple of times and he's like I don't know what Godzilla's gonna do back so I guess I just gotta fucking he's gonna flip it right. Um, did you? So we can this will be the last thing we can wrap it up after this. But did you ever watch the nineteen ninety eight Godzilla with Matthew Broderick? And I did not. Hank Azaria and Jean Reno. Do you know which one I'm talking about? Like, do you know the Godzilla? Sounds familiar, but um, it's like uh, I'm sure you've seen the cover. Like, it's like the the cover was like it's a Godzilla and it was green and it was like a giant eye. Okay, yeah, that looks. Yeah, I, I think I know what you're talking about. So th- yeah, so this one came out in 1998, and so they pretty much gave the directors carte blanche because they had just made Independence Day. So uh, you know. The, the right. biggest movie, 96. It was huge, you know, cultural impact, huge. So they were just like, just do whatever you want with Godzilla. We have the rights. And so they made this movie where it's like Godzilla is a, like a, he's not, he, he looks like a lizard. Like he's an iguana that has been radiated to be huge. And he comes to New York and he like destroys shit. And the movie is ungood. <laughs> it is not good. But dude, there As was a while there. tomatoes of 15%. So yeah, there was a while there. <laughs> When I would literally, I had it on on VHS, I would come home and I would watch it every single day for like a year. And this is like, this is like second, I think it's like first or second grade. And I would just come home and watch it. I'd be like, this is amazing. Like, I loved it. I thought, and then, you know, rewatching it, like, it's just very bad. Um, And so, um, like, I'm trying to think of what else, uh, like. There's a scene early on when he, when he first gets to New York, it's actually pretty good because you don't see, you hardly see him, mm-hmm. and then when they finally show him, you're like, oh, that looks bad. That looks nothing like Godzilla, right? Um, <laughs> but shit, I was gonna go. Um, and, oh, so the whole movie, it's raining because I have no idea. I think it's because they're trying to hide that the CGI is kind right. Of that's what I was about to say. It's because you can't fucking make Godzilla look good in 1988. <laughs> yeah, and so it looks shitty. And so literally the whole movie is raining. The, like, dude, every single scene there is rain. So you know, back then I was watching. I was like, damn. Like, I guess you know, it's because Godzilla is a natural disaster. <laughs> natural disaster, right? Right. It's but rain then, following him. Yeah. So then when I went to New York the first few times, I was like, it's not raining all the time. What's what's uh, what the hell is this? What's and up I, with that? What's up with this? Yeah. <laughs> But not only that, now that I know sort of how movies are made, I'm like, you literally, every time you had to take a shot, you had to dry everything off, run the rain machines again, <laughs> do a shot, dry everything off, run the rain machines again, and just do that for an entire shoot. Ugh. And uh, I was just like, why? That was half their fucking budget. That was half the was budget. Just, just the rain. Just a rain, rain and then a dude with a fucking squeegee. Like, like the fucking NBA. Whenever someone falls, <laughs> oh, yeah, he just runs comes out with a little mop. Like. <laughs> yeah, so I, I still... It has a, a, um, a special place in my heart. I think if I were to watch it today, I, I don't think I would ever be like, that movie is shit! I'm not going to watch it. I think I would always be like, yeah, I'll, I'll put it on. Like, it's not good, but... Um, it's it's a very weird movie. It's It's got a very weird... Like, to, like, like, to give, to give you an idea. So, like, early on, you know, they show, like, a, a a shot of New York, like an establishing shot. And, you know, usually they'll put, like, New York City. 
right? At the bottom, like, New York. Or Manhattan, right? Or, like, New York, whatever, some NYC. This movie does that, shows New York, and it goes, the city that never sleeps. And you go, what does that mean? What does that mean? Like, what? That's your... What? Right? Right. And so, it's ungood. I love it. And I watched it every day for a year. And... <laughs> Which, on its own, is the most insane shit I've ever heard. To just watch any movie that often. I, mean, well, I think I was just like a kid. You know, back then, when you were a kid, you just watched the same shit over and over and over and over and over. Right. I think my, my sister, my niece, is going through that right now. She's watching Frozen, like, every single day. Yeah, I remember... See, I don't remember doing that. I'm sure I... Actually... Actually... I take it back. I literally said that, and then I instantly, like, my body revolted because it was like, nah, bro, you used to watch this fucking VHS tape. Boy, I just fucking butchered that. A VHS tape um, uh-huh. called, this is gonna sound like horse shit, but I promise it's real, Samurai Pizza Cats, right? <laughs> and that shit was on point. And I definitely watched it all the time. But I remember my little sister, like, she, she, like, went through that phase when Finding Nemo came out. And it was, like, wore that fucking tape out, bro. Like, that tape was, like, fucking, that tape was, like, throw the damn towel. Um, (laughs) It was ready to die. Um, but like, yeah, you're right. Now that I think about it, like there's definitely a phase you're just watching the same shit over and over and over again for no reason. Yeah. It just so happened that yours was a terrible Godzilla The 1998 Godzilla. awful Godzilla movie. <laughs> oh my God. That's no good. Um, yeah. Someone should have stopped you. Your parents were irresponsible because they should have stopped you. <laughs> they should have been like, he knows this isn't good, right? Uh-huh. Um, yeah, exactly. Like it'd be one thing if I was watching like. The Matrix all the Again, time. like, Which Finding I... Nemo. Like, oh, even it, Finding Nemo, as, right. As annoying as, right? as a kid, like, it's still, like, a solid-ass movie at any given point right. in time. Yeah, you were, you were watching fucking 15% Rotten Tomatoes Godzilla. <laughs> Takes place at the city that never sleeps. The city that never uh, sleeps. <laughs> Matthew Broderick. Jesus Christ. All right, well, I, that's, that's where we're going to end the episode, right? Mm, yeah, yeah. All right, so... Um, as usual, uh, you can catch me at T Money Bags on Instagram and Twitter, and I'm at EverCastro92 on Instagram. And if you want to catch the podcast, you can catch it at Diff Animals Pod on Instagram and Twitter. And if mm-hmm. you want to email us, you can email us directly at DifferentAnimalsPodcast at gmail dot com. So as usual, stay safe, stay entertained, and we will catch you guys next week. See you guys. Peace.